Welcome back to the greatest podcast in the history of the universe. You've got here Byron, the man, the myth, the legend, coming from Newmarket. New Wait, farm. no, I'm not. No, <laughs> Everton Park. <laughs> yeah, don't put me in that office, mate. I'm in. I'm in the best office in Queensland now. You're not in the Palmy office yet, are you? <laughs> wait, wait, what? No, 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 I'm not. I'm in Everton Park. Actually, I'm not even in Everton Park right now. I'm, I will be in Everton Park very shortly. But thank you for having me, Liam, the goat, Kilpatrick, because that's what you are now known in my phone as. And it has greatly confused my phone because it thinks you're three different people now. But she announces Siri, that is, announces you as the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Even Siri knows. I um, I got a PlayStation the other day. And yes. My online name is the Goat. Five five five. Look him up. Look him up, people. Add him as a friend. It's you actually the Goat one 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 five five five. Like manifesting numbers. Um, Why all the ones and fives, mate? Because uh, believe it or not, the Goat had already been taken. Uh, the Goat oh. one had already been taken. The Goat one one had already been taken. <laughs> The goat one 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 had already been taken, and the list goes on till I hit the last five. So, so why the number one? Uh, well, that seems obvious, but why the number five then? Five five five. It's a good uh, angel number sort of thing, but I can't remember what it means anymore. I I funnily enough think I have a picture. I'm going to quickly find this because I have looked this up in the past. Um, I don't know why. Don't ask. Randomly, I sometimes do these things and I don't actually understand. But now that I'm looking at this, how do I find pictures? Here we go. All right. So, number five. Oh, apparently on this chart says the change 555. The change is occurring. The universe is moving things around when you see this number. Therefore, when people see you, they know that you are the change to real estate that is required. You are the best real estate agent on the government. I switched from Xbox to PlayStation and 555 oh. is a change. Holy crap. This from is the, the universe coming into alignment. Here so, we are, people. We have talked for four and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What's today's topic on, Byron? No, we've got to recap first. Ah. But you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. We've got to wet the appetite of the people, don't we? We've got to wet you know, it. This is how wet. real estate works. Wet it yeah, out. We wet. Overpromise, underperform. Is ninety five percent of the like industry. Every yeah, male's problem as well. Oh, anyway, no, no, brother, <laughs> thirty seconds or less. That's not <laughs> under promising. No, no, jo- full jokes, everyone. If you have that problem, go see a doctor. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm talking uh, yeah, about comic. a doctor. Sorry. Today's sponsor. Yes, Jeez. erectile dysfunction. It is a common problem that we all have. I do. We, I mean, Liam. So, I, I don't, man. There, I've no. Oh, it's a bit much for the potty, but I've no issues. Uh, in that <laughs> Maybe we will. We will get a sponsor out of this, but we'll see how we go. Do you remember that? Do you ever remember that ad where it was um two dudes playing a piano? Um, you're gonna have to be a bit more. Uh, okay, bit so more the dudes were naked playing a piano without their hands. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I'll fucking yeah. be googling that. And it was. It was called. It was like sniffing stiff. Um, what if I Google naked man playing <laughs> piano with cock? <laughs> Should I do 
You know, drop that in the Google. Um, please don't. Okay, I'm, let me I'm do really it. Worried. What have Anybody we got? Listening, don't try that at home. Naked. But man. no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You'll get some weird stuff on your phone, I'm sure. Oh, here we go. Pornhub. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. If you go into images, uh, it's pretty, pretty gra- graphic, yeah. But. Uh, well, actually, no. What a cox, actually. It was an ad on TV, and the reason I was bringing it up is because I didn't understand it as a kid. But but anyway, this has gone well and really <laughs> off topic. So when you need a laugh this week, because the topic of today is, in fact, all about cold calling. When you need a laugh, just remember these moments. Before you make your calls, remember erectile dysfunction is a problem everybody suffers from. If you need help, <laughs> please make your calls. Case. Remember, right. we fucking hate it too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Remember, that... I'm probably sitting there miserable. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the longest wetting of an appetite, I think. I'm wet, man. That's that's full foreplay for you. We, but we before have... we get into that, is the recap? Yes the the real the real sauce the real meat and potatoes. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Oh man, it's a quick recap. I'll be brief. Oh, hit me. What do we got? Ooh, what do we got? Stiff. What do we got? Bit of action, bit of action uh, on the inquiries. A mm-hmm. couple of, oh, I was going to say a few through the opens, but we had about seven or eight. And some, one of them was week one, um, 20 inquiries in 24 hours. And we only had four or five groups through, which was strange. But the other one had 15. So, mm. goes better numbers. To, well, if it's priced well and marketed well, I've noticed properties with a price are definitely move, not moving. Well, they might be moving quicker, but you're getting a bit more interest. But again, if I was looking for a property, the contact agent post used to shit me to tears. I wouldn't even bother most of the time. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so... Are you seeing a lot more prices on stuff just quickly? Yeah, oh, it's weird. For ages there, for a while... Honestly, there was prices on every property and now everyone's doing contact agent again. And I, to be honest, I don't really understand it because mm-hmm. a lady that we're selling for is looking to buy up in like, oh, North Queensland. And she said, um, every time I see a contact agent, I don't even bother. No matter how nice it is, I don't even bother. To be fair, I've actually inquired. I have a fake account that I inquire. I'm not going to give out the name just in case a competitor's listening. <laughs> I'd be, uh, be on your toes. Um yeah, I use a fake account, and I it's an EOI or a contact agent, and I go, oh, hi, price guide, please. They go, oh, we haven't got one yet. But they the haven't price mean? guide yet. The fuck do you mean? Oh, we're awaiting a price guide. Or you'll ask them two weeks in, and they're not, they don't say they're awaiting. They go, oh, we're just open to offers. Are you fucked? I, look, we uh, just quickly, we admittedly use for sale now a little bit. Um, like we've only actually had a price on a couple of properties. And that's because the client wanted it. Mm. But we always are able to sort of at least understand people's budgets and then point them in the right direction. And oh, man. Like, if if you're way out, we're like, no, no, we've got another property that would suit you. But interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Oh, it, it sh- even when me and Carly were looking at buying, I'd inquire and they'd be like, oh, we don't have a price yet. Or they wouldn't even give you comparables. That's crazy. Or they'd be like the one next door sold for four fifty, and once eighty five kilometers down the road sold for seven fifty. So it's um, in that range. Yeah, it's in that range of three hundred grand. Um, and then you offer you offer at the bottom end. Oh no way, no way. Anyway, I'm getting probably off topic probably here. close to seven fifty. Yeah. Anyway, it, yep. it fires me up though. If you sell a car, you don't go contact me. No one's going to contact anyway. I'm getting rolled up, Brian, and we're not even on cold calling yet. Oh God. 
Um, <laughs> Please don't hurt me. What are we at? Um, yeah, okay. So um, it was actually not a bad week. I'm trying to remember it, but I honestly don't think there was too much takeaway. But I, you um, had a I'm day just... off on Friday. Oh, oh yeah, we had a. Oh yeah, that's right. We had a public holiday, which was lovely. Yeah, um, but honestly, I've just been trying to um, sell some properties this week. Um, I'm getting. I just want to sell them, so I was really focused on that for a few days. Um, and then we've got a listing that we're working on in Waterfront. Yes. That I, I just really want to get. So I was. I've been really focusing on that. Trying yes. to get into that. How how has that been? Because you have taken the lead on that, from my understanding. Well, she, yeah, we've kind of like split it, you know, 60, 40. He's kind of gone like you, you try and he's given me the reins a little bit and said, I reckon you can, you can pull it through. So, um, it's going pretty good. She, she, yeah, I don't know how much I can say, but she wanted to do like a multi-listing in that and, or if it was an exclusive, just go with me and Reese. So I sent her a proposal through and a bit of info. I've spoken to her and so has Reese. So I don't think she's going to do a multi-listing, but she didn't want to pay marketing again because she's already been on the market. And Yeah, that's right. The emotional part of it, she's like, I'd rather a few agents working on it, but me and Reese kind of are like that. That's going to make it 10 times worse. Like That's probably the last thing you want to do. Um, yeah. So, yep. yeah, I'm just hoping that that comes through this week because um, that would be absolutely lovely. It's not even in our, in our area, but it's a nice waterfront. So wouldn't mind that. Waterfront's good on the resume, mate. Oh, big time. But um, energy would be sitting at probably an eight or a nine. I had a great day today. I'm pumped. I'm loving the job 60% of the day. Okay. We we have now started doing a graph. So the graph starts at plus 10, goes down to zero, and then minus 10. Okay. And we do a graph every day, me, Kirby, and Reese. Because our days fluctuate so much because you go, oh, this person's selling – Oh, the buyer pulled out. Yeah. Oh, this person listed with another agent. Oh. <laughs> so we do a scale and it's like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. But um, so, yeah, but yeah, I've reset. I had a nice day with the puppy and the fiance. So I am energy eight productivity for last week. Probably, probably higher up there. It's funny because in this job, I don't know why, but if I don't do anything that's not prospecting, I feel like it's not productive. Even if mm. I have to do it, like it, mm-hmm. you do a private inspection, you're like, oh, no, nah, I should have been prospect. Like, it's not as, you know, that's the, that's the way we've been raised, my friend. Oh, man, I did an off market viewing all the way up in Maudsland. Um, it was a bit random, but we just got a random little off, off market up there. And I took a buyer through a hot buyer too. Like, they were keen to buy, and that's their area. And I still came back going, oh, like, that was so unproductive. But I'm like, if they buy that, then. I would, don't look productive. I would say, yeah, yeah well, I was going to say, protect that mentality, to be honest, because when you're an agent, that's going to serve you so, and I shouldn't say when you're an agent, when you're running it, you know. Solo. Yeah, full capacity, and you're having to manage your own income, essentially, that mindset is going to pay dividends because if, when you're not prospecting, you're not bringing in new stuff, therefore you're not getting paid. And while it's yeah. not immediately obvious, if you don't prospect, it's the future pipeline that disappears, and that's that's hard to claw back because it's uh, really quickly when you realize that you're out of pipeline, it's almost too late at that point because oh, that's yeah. when the stress and stuff starts to overwhelm you. you. Go far out, I need listings, which makes you perform probably 
less optimally than what you would otherwise. But if you've got a steady flow of stuff because you keep doing that activity and you're protecting that mindset, I can only imagine that is way better. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's like I would have this mindset whether I was with Bell or not, but they definitely um, mm. they definitely drive that, which is good, like from when you start. And yep. I, I like it because like, I'll go home anxious if I feel like I haven't done enough, which is good though. That's what you got to be because I think people drop the prospecting off a lot when they start getting busy with other stuff. But at the end yep. of the day, that is like the number one thing that you need to be doing. Isn't it funny how when you're in something, like, and I mean – you are the guinea pig and you're deep within it. You actually can't see the wood for the trees. Mm. So you don't really have any appreciation. And then as soon as you step back and your eye line lifts a little or you have a deeper understanding of what's going on, you're like, oh, <laughs> well, oh that makes sense. That, that's me now because I'm like, you know, sort of a, a more of a co-agent now. I just want to have heaps of properties. And I'm like, well, you need to be prospecting. If you're not prospecting, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So if you're I'm not prospecting, you die. Exactly. So that's me at the moment. But yeah, that's my weekly recap. It wasn't It wasn't actually a crazy. It, it was a busy week. A lot of photos. We had like four photo shoots on one day. Mm-hmm. We just did like four or five this week. Okay. Another three, two or three next week, which is beautiful. So we're busy. I like it. I like it. That's pretty good, Mr. Mr. Goat. Thanks, brother. Over to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, my focus was prospecting, funnily enough. Was it? Yeah. Would, I don't know if that's a shock or not. But no, actually, <laughs> I will say that we, um, and by we, Elliot and I, or he came in, he, it must have been Saturday or something, he called me and said, like, I think we need to refocus, um, which maybe I've said a few times, but. Um, we sat down Monday morning, we went through, came up with a bit of a strategy again, game plan, some stuff out. And essentially we just set some benchmarks and some ideas in place. And it has kind of uh, aligned with what I've been doing for myself um, in my space as well to make sure that everything's working optimally. And um, as a result, like Monday was a donut day, which I don't know if it was just a fluke or, or what, um, but it wasn't for lack of trying. And then, you know, every day pick something up. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday picked up a couple. Saturday, even after the open homes and stuff, I thought, you know, we'll give it a crack and manage to uncover a few little little loose ends, which is nice. But um, I don't know. It felt it felt good to. And we, you even mentioned it to me, like maybe you're shooting too hard and going too high with what you're actually trying to achieve, and you need to pull it back. And Elliot set the same target that you suggested. And instead of fighting and going, no, 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 I got to go. It's like, you know what? Screw it. Just go with the, go with what you're talking about. So um, it was nice. A lot of, I, I had uh, I had faith it was going to pay off this week after last week's conversation. Maybe even that chat we had on Tuesday um, was probably good timing because it all started to shift sort of after Monday and Tuesday when we were talking. And then, yeah, it just kept rolling on, which was really good. So um, was there anything exciting apart from the actual appraisals booked? I don't know. Can't really, I don't really remember too much, I think. I remember a lot of door knocking. I remember a lot of calling. Um, and then just being really busy. How are you finding your prospecting at the moment? Because you just reminded me of a few thoughts I had last week. And I'm fucking going harder than ever 
Mm. Not harder than ever. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing harder than ever. But <laughs> going the hardest I've ever have. But honestly, I think it was like it's already cut off your recap. But Tuesday, I, I remember now. I got like thirty-five no's, mm. like just straight up no's, no mm-hmm. even conversations, yep. and not even a oh you know, no no where you know it was nah, straight away Bell Property. No, nah, we we don't want to sell. How are you going with it? Because I am fucking, it's harder than normal, yeah. I reckon. No, I agree. I think um, there's less incentive for people who aren't actually doing anything to really want to talk to us. They're, it's almost like they want to put it out of their mind if they can because there's so much negativity, I'll say, about property and where it's heading and what it's doing. Um, so if people really aren't interested or it's not something they're even considering, like, I I'm, do not want to know. Um, and in fact, like I said in the last podcast, probably got my worst sort of reactions <laughs> from people this week. That was funny. And yeah, well, well actually, I, the one that I didn't mention that was straight after the podcast, um, <laughs> which was pretty hilarious, was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a good giggle about it. So oh. cool. So I, I, I've I called this woman and left a voicemail, right? <laughs> right. now i so i spoke to her back end of last year um first time out of our database now since then i like back in january i dropped them off a bell mag and i met her husband um didn't push the issue or anything just said hey had this conversation you know we talked about this thought i'd drop this off um which admittedly was unannounced but it's not something i haven't done for anybody else then I think I've probably tried to call maybe once every two and a half months since then. So maybe every 10 weeks we've had two conversations on the phone, which were relatively positive in terms of, yeah, thinking in the year, like I want to move to this area. Yeah. We're doing renovations. Yes. It would be good to get some insight into how to not overcapitalize. Yep. Yeah. We are thinking about it. Happy days. Me saying, yep, cool. We'll follow up. Now, in the times when um, I didn't get her, so what's that? I've tried calling four times. I've spoken to her twice. I've sent two text messages. The, the text message that I got on Tuesday night essentially boiled down to this. I have just buried a family member. You need to stop calling me. Your, you coming around to my house and calling me is completely inappropriate. I went, what the hell, man? Like, all right. This was this was seconds after our last podcast of talking about just fucking call them until yeah, 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 until, yeah. until they tell you to piss off. And it, it was really interesting that because it was rather ironic that that's exactly what happened. She's basically told me to f off, and I've gone. You know what? All right. Well. And I think your comment was, well, at least you know she's not selling because that's what was in the message as well. So, well, I guess true. But um, now I'll be honest, it did sit with me probably till mid-morning the next morning. Like occasionally it would pop back into my head and I went, oh, like did I do something wrong? I haven't thought about it much since. And to be honest, I don't give a flying sh- – like I, I feel terrible that they had a death in the family. Don't get me wrong. But you know what? I am not sorry for doing my job. I'm not sorry and I'm not sorry for the way that I handled our interactions and I would do it again. So 
I, I don't care if she ever listens to this. I hope she knows that the way that she responded to my attempts was completely inappropriate on her behalf. Um, and this is me getting perhaps a little bit fired up about it. <laughs> like, people can just be, people don't have to be, I understand it's like not a nice situation, not a good time, but I'm also human too. Now, if I've made a mistake, more than happy to cop that on the chin. But as far as I'm concerned, and from what you've pointed out in your text message, you're being completely irrational. So best of luck to you. I don't care if you have asked me to sell your house. I won't do it. Um, and have a good day. So, yes, there was that. I forgot about that. But aside from, aside from that, how am I finding prospecting? You've got to go and do more, it feels like. Mm. You've got to keep going. And that, but the, the conversations that you do have, the ones that are interested, are really interested. And you're like, sweet. Let's have a good conversation. So I always laugh because like you pro- if you listen to all of the, pro- the podcasts, in a row, there'd be weeks where I go, oh, it's the easy this week, and then it's hard next oh. week, and this is the worst it's ever been, and then I'll be like, oh, this is it. Like, I take it week by week. That's why I don't get too caught up in it. Like, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll put my hand up and say, some nights I go home and go, fuck this job, I never want to do it again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to prospect ever again. But yeah, like I do know that in the back of my head that some weeks, yeah, I can get nothing, and then the next week I can find five people selling in an hour. Like, yeah, it's weird. Um, it's weird. Well, how it, works. it is weird, but again, um, probably said it a million times, but it is down to consistency. It, it's just about continuing mm. to call. I think I even said a few times, and probably to you, and I think we had this chat with the amount of no's you get. You're statistically closer to getting a yes. That was was my thought all week. And uh, I I don't know if I talked about Tuesday on the last podcast. I can't remember. You did talk about Tuesday. But, yeah, that was the worst. Because we had an hour of power, yeah. That's right. Because that was the worst day ever. But, like, I was thinking when I got home, statistically, you've got to be – I did find that chick selling, um, but – I have to be statistically close to somebody that's actually selling, if that's the way that it works. But, well, I mean, it um, statistics are just your best chance. So it's like probabilities of when things might happen. But ultimately, you could. What is it called? The gambler's fallacy. You know, if you get five heads in a row, well, the next one's got to be tails, right? No, it's still a fifty-fifty chance. It's going to be heads. Oh shit! That's um, a good way to look at it. Yeah, it it, it is down to, but. In a large enough data set, if you do something enough times, the expected outcome or expected result is, well, whatever it is, but you know you're actually going to be in the right the right range. So, uh, dumb way to say that, you do 100 calls and if the odds are that you're going to get, you know, three people are actually going to sell, well, the chance that you get three people out of those 100 calls over the long run is very good. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm definitely finding it difficult at the moment, and I think days like where you just can't get anything, and you're actually having a crack. Like, I, I swear, I reckon it was over. I think I counted like it was in the 30s, probably closer to 40s of people that were just straight up no. I had like maybe Thursday this week mm. I had three people in a row where I couldn't even say, uh, like, I couldn't even get a word in after Bell Property. It would be like land for Bell Property, bang. Yeah, porn. I've had more of that too, which is, I don't know if you recall, but when you came to Everton Park the first time, you're like, are people always this nice? 
Yeah. And I thought I thought it was just our area. Um, and it was for a bit. But, yes, I'm getting more people like that now as well going, property? No, not interested. Well, the problem <laughs> is you can start in a new suburb as, like, you know, and you're going to find all the nice people and the people doing stuff. But then when you actually start writing names down and stuff and you, you go from one end of it to the other, you, <laughs> you figure out that not everyone's kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you sure do. You, you know what actually is the other thing that I've started to notice um, as a result of, uh, well, I'm not going to say necessarily the target, but going, but going, I need to do this per day in order to feel good is I've become so much more assumptive I, and so much more consultative in the way I do stuff. There was a lady on Friday, right? She tried to get me off the phone four times. <laughs> I just kept going to the point where she's like, yep, all right, call me tomorrow. We'll have a conversation. So I put Elliot onto her. Um, and I was like, oh, that's different. And But it wasn't in an aggressive way. It was for the, the best for her in her best interest to have this conversation, which is why probably I also didn't have any hesitation going so hard. But I was like, oh man, would I have done that in the past? Every conversation seems to be like that at the moment. I don't know if I've just grown some balls or something, but uh or if um I just don't care. But no, I'm going harder in the paint with people. I think is when you do start having the conversation I now realize that these opportunities are a lot more far and few in between. So I need to make them count. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you in two weeks' time. No, we're talking right now. We're going to find out where we stand right now. I don't care if you're at a funeral. Pretty much. <laughs> You've yeah. answered it. I don't think I've said this before, but have you called somebody and they go, I'm in a meet. Like you say, they go, hello. Yeah. You go, oh, it's Liam from Belgrade. I'm in a meeting. What's up? And you're like, why the fuck did you answer your phone? I just say, well, that's cool. I won't take up too much of your time, but this is important. That that's what I say now. Instead of going, oh yeah, sorry, I'll call you back. I don't even I don't even give them that option anymore. Like you're on the phone. Unless you tell me I'm leaving, I just start. <laughs> Which is going to tie perfectly into our cold call. Far out. We're 28 minutes in, but that's because there's some garbage at the start that I'll edit out this time. I promise I'll edit it out. I left it very quickly. I left it last week because it was really funny for me. Um, but I realized for all of you out there, there was zero context that first sort of 45 seconds. So I do apologize. <laughs> I shouldn't have been so selfish. Um, but let's, so, uh, what do you call it? Productivity wise, <clears throat> I hit my target plus, um, I found some really cool stuff. I'm going to give myself a 10. I don't, if I keep having weeks like that, I would be, I, not even if, as I keep having weeks like that, I will feel good in my job. Uh, as for energy. I've, uh, as I said, I, I've been doing some different stuff, different mindset towards things like not, I haven't overhauled anything or listened to any new speaker or anything. I think I just have dealt with some stuff properly that, um, makes it a bit easier. So energy wise, I'll say I'm at, oh, I'm not going to say I'm a 10, but I'll say I'm an eight. I'm more content and feel good. So that's the weekly recap all done and dusted. Only took us half an hour. <laughs> Bloody hell. It was, it's been a recap. But you know what? That I'm not even going to apologize. There's some good stuff in those recaps. If you, didn't, if you didn't pay attention, that's your fucking fault. And I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Cold calling, you motherfucker. So get into it. Let's get into it. Now, actually, before we do that, another little tangent. We put out a little QA post on the prospecting the prospected page. We did get one question back. See, we. <laughs> 
as as good agents, we're very ethical, and we're going to tell you we had six offers. I mean, six questions in writing. Um, we've we've currently got one question in writing. <laughs> and I'd like to pose it to us and then have us answer it. So, uh, Liam, yep. if you could pick only one mentor in real estate, and I've put a little caveat on this, mm. other than your current boss, who would it be, and why? Now. I always think of Matt Steinway because he's into the frequency and energy and stuff. And he also has been in the industry 25 years. And I would be <laughs> really like, I would love to sit there and talk to him about frequency and stuff, but I don't think we would work well together. <laughs> I reckon you would clash. I would get so really, hard. I feel like you'd be like, Oh yep, yeah, I'm just going to go get some lunch. Oh, what are you going to eat? And then he'd get into you about like what you're eating. <laughs> Liam, your mindset on your food is not supportive <laughs> of your frequency right now. You've, you've just dropped just four frequency sandwich, right? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think I could have him as a mentor, but he's a, he's a cool dude. He's a um, great dude. But Adrian Bo, I always, always watch him and I think he's got some good, good stuff, honestly. I like him a lot. Um, I don't, is it more of a coach or just somebody that you call and you you? No, like mentor, mentors are people that you go to for support and guidance and direction generally. Okay, yeah, it'd be Adrian Bo. He's still in the industry, still selling. He knows what's relevant. He doesn't fucking make shit up that worked forty five years ago. Um, and he's yeah, I I strongly agree with a lot of the things he says. And yeah, I like that he's in the industry. I think, to be honest, I think a lot of trainers kind of need to be still selling a little bit mm. and need to be because yeah i've watched a lot of trainers and when they're not in the industry especially for five to ten years some of their advice is dog shit <laughs> yeah, okay not going to go into names of who i'm you probably know who I'm I, I, hate him. I hate him so yeah <laughs> we'll go Bo. i like adrian Bo. how about you would you believe that i at didn't do any preparation for this question, which is very silly because I know probably like four or five names in real estate. I don't really tend to like look or listen too much at what's going on out there. Like I know a few, um, but who would I pick other than EB? Uh, you know what? This is, this might be a bit of a, bit picking from my limited pool. I agree with you. Steiny seems to be, he seems to be a good dude, but again, I'm not sure I could like have him as a mentor. Um, <laughs> but which is not a knock to him, hey. Uh, and maybe that's why we're not good enough for him because we don't appreciate just how good he is. But honestly, I think I would I would ask like uh, if if someone like Gavin Rubenstein was happy to be a mentor, I feel like mm. he's probably too big to do that for anybody. But there's something about. And it's not just the TV shows or anything, or like the stats that he does, or the Fuck! office. Or the I was at a better answer. <laughs> well, you can come back to it. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you 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 picked Elaine Lewis, wouldn't you? You go. No, go, Marty Fox. Marty, oh, Marty would be good too, actually. Um, no, I probably <laughs> would go him because of just the ambition. Yeah. I yep. mean, he by far and away he seems to have. And maybe that's because it is so widely publicized, but he seems to be very ambitious. And I, I do vibe with the way that he like presents himself, the way that he thinks about things. He doesn't give a fuck. And yeah, he just, 
he is himself. He does himself, and he does it really fucking well. Mm. Like, well, I can respect that kind of that mentality. In fact, um, not that I would want to necessarily be him, um, but if I achieved that for myself, I don't think I would be too dissatisfied. So, his journey also has been a recent one, like you said, and he's still doing it now. Mm. Uh, and it sounds like he came from listening to him talk to his brother on their podcast uh was really good because of the like the ways that they went and then sort of the his mindset on how he got to where he was I was like you know what i respect that so yeah that that's who i'd probably ask for um if i could pick one and that would be my why but yes marty fox hey popped in your head yeah i like your answer too that was good now i like adrian bow like he's a really good dude actually but Marty Fox, I love what he's done as well, actually. I love his confidence, the way he speaks. Mm. Have you watched him? A little bit, yeah. I, watched, Man. I did the, the GBR podcast. Man, I if I owned a property down in Melbourne, he would get my listing within 30. Like There was no one else I'd even think about. Um, and I like what he's done, actually. If you, he, he start, yeah, he's got a cool story. And, yeah, he just backed himself 100%. The whole way through, didn't mm-hmm. care, was was not going to give up for anyone. So yeah, go Marty Fox. Actually, we'll go Marty Fox. Okay, yeah. This that question. I when I when we first <laughs> talked about that question, um, like as in that we only received one. Oh damn! <laughs> but thinking about it now, it's made me realize that I probably do need to expand my real estate sort of um, what what would you call it, <sighs> interaction. Because I don't know too many agents outside our network. Um, I don't know too much about their stories and how they operate. Um, and I, I hadn't really thought about the fact that there's probably some really good mentors out there that might even be happy to engage, but I don't know about them. And as a result, they definitely don't know about me. <laughs> so that's made me think. Yeah. Thanks no, for the question. Need- and that came, it was Leslie, wasn't it? Leslie, yes, it's yeah, Leslie Ryan. Right yeah, Leslie, the man. G. He's actually a mad dude. He always messages me and shit. Like we're always talking. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, actually, we do. Yeah, he's. We, I see his stuff come up on Instagram, um, and he's liked a few of my my reels and things like that. So, not that that. I mean, admittedly, if you like my stuff, that automatically makes you a great person. But the fact that he's engaging with us, yeah, cool dude. We've just knocked everyone else but him. We've just said everyone else can get fucked. <laughs> oh, have we? I love Basically. you all too. Did we actually say that? I'm sorry, but no, you know what? He sent the question. Mad props to you. Thanks, Les. Lee. Okay. I don't now know if I call you Les. Now we, all right. On to the. Jeez, meat and potatoes. Cole calling. Uh, isn't this funny? This is how much we love cold calling. We have. um. What would you call it? Procrastinated for thirty-five minutes on <laughs> actually getting onto the topic. <laughs> so, let's 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 you know point out the elephant in the room. I, very few people in this world enjoy making cold calls. Oh, in man. fact, it's probably one of the least liked jobs uh, in real estate. I would I would bet. It's agree or disagree. Oh, I agree. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I absolutely hate it. I'm going to say there's a reason agents employ people like us 
and so they don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> Man, I honestly think it's the worst. It's so hard to build a relationship with somebody on the phone. They they don't know what you look like. They don't know who you are. To them, you're a voice. It's so easy for them to tell you to fuck off. And I think that's actually probably the... Uh, you've hit the nail on the head within the first 30 seconds of talking about it. I think that's the key to it, is not thinking about it as a relationship-building exercise. It's a process. It's... It- Look, honestly, if you were calling somebody for a few years or and you're up against somebody that had door knocked them and went and seen them and had a cup of coffee with them every time they went around, they've probably forgotten you exist. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even think people who have cold called, spoken to for 10 minutes, called two or three times and then gotten an appraisal for Elliot to go over still probably don't even know I exist. No. No, and that's yeah, and a lot of people think I'm Reese. <laughs> yeah. A lot Reece, of people think I'm Reese. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my biggest thing for it though is is that I don't enjoy just sitting there and just going hammer and tongue. I don't understand. Like I've met a few people that their job is from nine to five, just on the phones. I would quit the industry within a, maybe a, a day if that was my job. Mm. Oh, if if you said. You can come work for our agency, but you, you're a cold call. You know, you're just on the phone. I would say, that, no, I'm going to go back. What if I said, yeah, I had to do it for six months only? No, there is absolutely no way. I would be the most miserable person on the planet having to do that. Really? 100%. I don't care whose office it is. It could be Gavin Rubinstein. If he said you have to sit here for six months, I'm like, no way. Huh. Interesting. Sorry, I just knocked your mentor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, he'll forgive you, I'm sure. Like. <laughs> Um, no, that, that does, that does surprise me a little bit because you're pretty good on the phone. You do get through a lot of numbers Mm. and, um, yeah, I'm shocked that even if you had a deadline where it was, you know, six months, nine to five, you make three or 400 calls a day and that's all you do, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You wouldn't do it. Nah, honestly, I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm imagining doing them right now, but I (laughs) think of anything where I hate it. I would much rather... I don't mind calling and nurturing people, obviously, but when it comes to cold calling and sitting there and going hammer and tong and trying to hit a hundred dollars, like I'll be real, I can't stand it. It's funny because I actually like cold, cold because it means nothing, right? If they mm. take the f off, I'm like, oh well, next. But- the worst part about cold calling is, is that you're not guaranteed anything. Like you could nurture and talk to somebody and they're like, oh, actually, yeah, since we last spoke, we're thinking of selling. But from cold calling, you're just starting the relationship most of the time. Yeah, yes. But again, I, I see the beauty in that because you're just starting. There's no, there's nothing at stake yet. Whereas the, the thing I don't like, and it kind of goes to that lady who got shitty with me via text message, right? That's a nine-month fucking relationship, supposedly. Yeah, that I thought I'd been building that is now worth dog shit. <laughs> right. Let it go, Byron. Let it I go. Have. All right. I fucking, I've let it go. It's gone. Oh, okay. Cold calling. But yeah, so um, well, what's your basic script, Byron? Real simple. Uh, I say Hi. My name's Byron Kelly. Actually, I've started to drop the Kelly. I've realized that by just very quickly breaking this down, I started dropping my last name purely because one, they don't remember my name anyway. And two, it's way too formal. 
And so they immediately know that you're a stranger and it gives you no extra credibility by giving your last name. Mm. Whereas I say, oh, hey, Liam, it's Byron. You know, they might be like, I'll do that. Yeah. You know, you're almost introducing yourself as someone that they should know. And they're like, shit, do I know this person? Anyway, it's that tiny moment of doubt sometimes that gives you an extra 10 seconds to talk. But mm-hmm. I say, hi, it's Byron. I'm from Bell Property. Actually, no, I lie again. I've, I've removed that recently as well. I just say I'm a local real estate agent working in oh. Gaythorne or Anogra or Everton Park or whatever. Because again, they don't fucking remember what agency. <laughs> You're so it's right. only at the end. It's only at the end when you've actually booked the appraisal and they go, which, which agency are you from again? Literally. Oh, yeah, Bell Property. Yeah. So, and my thoughts on it, I don't know. This is all stuff that I've learned. So it's, I'm not giving away secrets here. It's probably on YouTube or something. I'm sure someone else already thought of it, but by not giving my agency, by not giving my last name, it immediately means that in the future, when I go to say it again, hi, it's Byron. I'm a local real estate agent, such and such. They're probably not going to have any connection to me at all. If they've said no, because they didn't remember the first time, maybe on the fifth call, they might remember, but, I doubt it. So, um, yeah, that that's the literal first three things. I say, look, am I speaking with whoever unless they've given their name? I say, oh, Jenny, you know, uh, just I know you weren't expecting my call. However, we are currently, and it's either a listing or an appraisal, um, doing some work in such and such street, which I always make sure these days is as true as possible because it really does go a long way in, in case they start asking questions. Um and yeah, I noticed that you have a property at such and such. While we're doing work in the area, I want to check in and see if we can give you an update at the same time. Doesn't have to be today. In fact, it's probably preferable we look at it in the future. However, I know there's a lot going on in the market. And as a result, a lot of people are taking us up on the offer. And I just stay silent. Right. Well, I yes. Mm. So again, quick little understanding of why I do it the way I do it. Um, <clears throat> one you're you're basically demonstrating that you know their position they have to agree with you along the whole way and go okay all right um two i'm introducing the idea that it doesn't have to be right now because that was one of the other ones that i was getting kicked back on they're like oh i don't have time for it right now i'm like hold on i haven't even told you that is now so by introducing it up front they can't use that excuse against you and then the last part was um a lot of people are taking us up on the offer uh, because there's a lot going on in the market, which is true. There's a lot of shit going on, a lot of talk. People are uncertain. If they're interested, they'll be interested. If not, well, move on. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. I thought you might. That's my script. What about you? Oh, man, I'm the classic in your street. And I I was actually thinking about this the other day in the shower. It's weird. <laughs> I think a lot about real estate in the shower, but... This this one was really funny because I initially called him with I'm in your street call and then we ended up talking for like 20 minutes and he was selling, but he wasn't ready yet. Called him two more times after that. Wasn't selling. Oh, he was selling, still wasn't ready. And one day I went, oh, fuck it. I called him. I go, oh, oh, okay. Can I say, oh, Alex, he's moved countries anyway. I said, oh, hey, Alex, it's Liam from Bell Property. We've spoken quite a few times, but we're actually going to be on your street uh, Thursday afternoon. So, would you like us to pop by then? And I couldn't get through the door any other time. And this time he goes, yeah, all right. Yeah, if you're in the street, mate, hop over. Me and Reese went around there and signed him up. <laughs> you're joking. I swear to God, we literally signed him up. First time meeting him. I talked to him probably two or three times on the phone. 
But to be honest, that I'm in your street call is like, I swear by it. Like it doesn't have to be, it's so easy. Like you, you it's 10 seconds of talking and it's a yes or no question. And yeah. if anyone says that they can't do that time or day, we're more than happy to, to schedule it for another day. And then boom, that's it. I will that's- say I've used that a few times and it does work. Mm. You do get a lot of flaky, or not flaky, but you do run into the problem of, oh, we might be home that afternoon. Just knock. And I'm not going to get Reese all the way out there if they might not be home. And them appraisals, not that they're a waste of time, but they're kind of like, oh, you know, not exciting. Um, so, yeah. But I'm real weird on just listed cold calls. Really? I don't see the value in them. To really? Be if I know somebody in that street and we've appraised their property or I've talked to them a few times, um then yeah, I'll say we've just listed one in your street. Well, actually, because you said you said you used to say, oh, do you want me to update you with the result in some bloke set? Because I thought about that a lot when I was doing mm. it recently. So yeah. I, don't, I don't even say it. Well, so yeah, I, I did that once and I said, oh, we've just listed one in your street. Would you like me to give you a call back and we've sold it? And he goes, That's I don't, he said something like, "You why don't you just, why didn't you just call me when you sold it? <laughs> and to be honest, like with the way that the market is, well, not the market, but like life is now, is six agents are going to put their letter in the mailbox. They're going to get seven texts from every other agent. Mm. It's going to be all over social media and realestate.com. And they kind of know that. So unless I already know them, I'm not cold calling saying, would you like me to keep you updated? You're best off just saying I'm in your street. Like I will literally for the just listed, I go, it's Liam, we're going to be in your street. And then if they say no to the appraisal, I go, we've just listed one around the corner. Would you like me to keep you updated? So it looks like you've called for the appraisal, but they've said no. So then you've backed it up with, oh, well, well I've got you. We've listed one. You know, you're not just calling for just listed. Yeah, that's that's actually, that's better about the way you're doing it. See, because, because yeah, yeah, well, secondly, they don't really, well, firstly, I mean, they don't really like to say no twice. And you've gone, oh, well, we have just listed one around the corner, pretty similar to yours. Would you like to keep you posted? And then they go, oh, yeah, why not? But, yeah, but see, that's like those flaky appraisal ones. It could be just absolute waste of time. But then again, it's just another call saying, hey, we sold it. Congratulations. Well, the problem well, is, is like if you're not thinking of selling or you're not interested in real estate, like why the fuck would you care, to be completely honest? Yeah. And then <laughs> they're know? not. That, that, this is probably what we're alluding to with these calls, right? With cold calling. It's just a touch Don't point. overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking get in there. Uh, the, so here's what I'll say is my biggest thing for cold calls and what if I have to go searching for data, right, that's when it's – I if I have to spend six minutes to find a call just to get them not to answer, it's crap. If I've got yeah. a list of people that I can just go, all right, bang, yep, update note, bang, yep, update note, bang, yep, update note, I'm so much happier punching out 30, 40, 50 calls <laughs> um, instead of going, all right, let's go find a number. Okay, cool. Oh, I thought you dropped hate. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that was me pretending to type. I get it. Um, and then nothing happening, and then I have to repeat that process. That sucks. Oh yeah, for anyone new in the industry, um, if you're cold <laughs> calling together, yeah, think, think about what you're going to say, but don't overthink it and just dial the number because I've done that so many times where I've shit myself going to call somebody and then it goes beep beep beep. Call oh, you're like oh waste. Such so then don't go in time. underprepared because that's even worse. 
Well, yeah, yeah, know what you're going to talk about, but don't think, don't worry about exactly what the answer or the question is going to be or whatever. Yeah, again, your your job with a call, you've got 10 seconds. I remember when I was at CBA, um, when I first started a role that was really all about uh, proactive outreach, so basically outbound calling, um, the financial planner was this old dude who was just before retirement. He'd, he was one of those hotshot financial planners, you know, the, the real expensive suit, drove the expensive car, like basically commanded respect when he walked into a room. He comes up to me and he goes, so, you know, we were talking about calls and he goes, you know, the first 10 seconds, that's all you've got, right? I go, what do you mean? He goes, look, if you can't hook somebody in 10 seconds, it's a waste of time. I was like, no, no, that's that's not what they're teaching us. They're teaching us all this, you know, fluffy bullshit where it's like, let's make connections with people and build relationships with people over the phone. No, he's right. You have less than 10 seconds to grab someone's attention or it's a waste of time. Well, yeah, basically, I hang up on cold calls all the time. That's because you're an asshole. <laughs> but that's all it is, man, 10 seconds. It's, it's all people have now is 10 seconds and if you don't get value out of 10 seconds to be fair i never get anyone hanging up on me though i just get people telling me to piss off but yeah well, ten, yeah the first 10 seconds you need to grab their attention like you don't need a big fucking minute long script because people are just gonna go oh no i would literally squeeze everything that you can into 10 seconds and ask them a question and then pause yeah and then shut your fucking mouth just like, would you like an appraisal yeah even it, that's better than talking for a minute yep I think I would agree with that. And, and then you, if you can plug in another question after that to try and get a different response, great. Especially when they go, oh, no, I'm not really interested right now. Okay, right now, well, have you thought about the future then? That's a good one, actually. Well, that was actually going to be my next tip. Just <laughs> be prepared for the follow-up because that, that makes or breaks people. If you go, do you want appraisal? No. No, I'm not really interested right now. You need to almost know, and this comes with experience, what you're going to follow that up with. Okay, so now's not the right time. Well, when would you like one? No, I'm not interested at all. Okay, fantastic. Well, when you are, give me a call. But now you've actually, you know, gotten the real response. They don't want an appraisal. They're not doing anything right now. Whereas if someone says, oh, I'm not interested right now, and you go, okay, well, we'll try again another time. Have a good day. Now, if you're me, you sit there and go, they're not interested right now. Hmm. That means they might be interested in the future. Does that mean they're thinking of selling? Does that mean they're already talking to other agents? Oh, man. Uh, I'll give you a really good example, actually. So this one was um, a three-month follow-up from a lady that I'd spoken to from a cold call um, when I was at Newmarket. And she's like, oh, we don't need an appraisal right now. Give me a call back. There's just a little bit too much going on. You know, call me back. I think she even said August, which is why I called her. Anyway, I've given her a call this time and I've gone, hey, I don't know if you remember, it's Byron. You know, we spoke about doing an appraisal, but it wasn't right time last time. You know, is the time any better now? And she goes, listen, look, I think we're all good now. Um, I was like, oh, because last time you were thinking about selling, like, you, is that still on the cards now that the Sunshine Coast market has changed? She goes, look, yes, we are. Um, but we're, we've got everything sorted. I went, all right, well, it sounds like you've actually, you know, done some thought and you've already engaged some people. She went, we have, we've already um, started to look at agents and we've narrowed it down a little bit. And 
I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. By any chance, is there any way that we could possibly be on that shopping list? And she just laughed. And because uh, I, I remember you saying that, I'm pretty sure. And so I was so chuffed when it just poured out of my mouth. Um, but she she had a bit of a laugh and I could tell she genuinely appreciated the attempt. Like it wasn't one of those laughs where I was like, oh, this guy just won't piss off. I was like, is there any chance that we'll be on the shopping list? And she goes, look, no, we've narrowed it down to two people. We're going to select between one of those two. If it changes, more than happy to give you a call, but otherwise, no. And I'm like, you know what? That's fantastic. Congratulations. If you do need anything, give me a ring. Otherwise, have a fantastic day. But I promise you, if I hadn't asked the extra questions, I would have sat there going, oh, she's selling. And I never would have had a shot. Instead, I took the chance. I knew what I was going to say, kind of, or at least I had stuff prepped in mind from practice. And now I know she's not using us. The, the worst thing is when you get off the phone and you go, fuck, I think that was selling. <laughs> yeah. It is the worst feeling as a prospector. It sucks. It sucks because you can't call them back five minutes later and go, okay, so I just diagnosed what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One day I think I will do that though. I think Man. if I get really stuck for something or we really, really need, desperately need the business and I think there's a good chance they're selling, I will call and be like, Look, I know we just spoke and you can tell me to bugger off, but I thought about what you said and uh, I'd like to have another crack. Can I Can I try again? See what happens. Yeah, it's. I've had that a few times. Though. Like people just say, oh, no, I'm not ready now. And then <laughs> and then they're on the market or something. <laughs> or oh. you call them two months later and they're like, oh, I've already had an agent out. You're like, oh, fuck. Sometimes I don't even know if it's winnable. But um, so that... It, it, does that did we cover cold calls so i think being so prepared having your list ready doing them and then 10 seconds you also don't need any relevance to be completely honest people don't i used no. to sit there and go okay so why am i calling what's our relevance like a listing an appraisal around the corner we just saw them you can make it up people don't know people don't care you if you're cold calling somebody and you're calling somebody and you need an excuse to be calling them, most people don't care. Just call them. That, but as you said, though, you just need to be prepared for like be prepared with your story. It sounds deceitful, but if you are going to go down that route of going, oh, you know, whatever the reason, make sure when they question you, you're ready to answer those questions confidently. Why mm. like, rehearse oh, yeah, we... in the shower? Huh? I rehearse every conversation that I could ever have in the shower, uh, driving to work, everything. I've been rehearsing, not maybe not in the shower, you freaking weirdo. Oh, I'm in the shower every time. I just bro. have cold showers instead. But um, oh, no, I'm in the shower for a good 15 minutes every morning. Really? Oh, yeah, big time. I did cold showers for a while. Wasn't a fan. Oh, I don't think you're supposed to enjoy them. I did it for like, sounds, have you been tattooed? Uh, when you get tattooed all day, your body goes into shock at the end. Really? And you start feeling like real weak and tired. And that's how I felt after cold showers. Like I'd literally have to lay down because I thought I was going to pass out and vomit. Really? Yeah. It felt like I'd just been tattooed all day. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's interesting. When it I wasn't call- all the time. It was only sometimes. I, when I do mine, I like, because I, I start off with a hot shower. And then when I get to that, so after I've shaved and brushed my teeth, which... Uh, am I sharing too much? No. After I've done that, after I've done that, uh, I I go, I don't even think about it anymore. I used to have to sort of psych myself up. Now I just flick the tap on a cold 
And I almost go, why the hell am I doing this while I'm standing there waiting for them? And then the cold hits me. I'm like, oh. And then uh, I try and stay as long as I can. And then I get out and I, I literally ask myself every day, why am I doing this? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why either, but I keep doing it. And it, I, this is <laughs> cold calling, cold showers. Okay, that's the secret. Cold yeah, showers. Basically, with, and, and yeah, I don't know. I have a real, not a bad like mindset or look on it, but I, I don't like to work my whole day around it. I will only try and cold call for an hour a day, two hours a day. I'll try and fill that call log and then I'll try and distract myself with something else because I hate it. Here's, here's <laughs> another tip then. Um, so I have, so I do my door knocks in the morning. I do my door knocks after sort of school pickup times. And then I tend to do my cold calling at that lunch period. Um, and lately because I am addicted to work, I will then finish my door knocks when it's dark and start calling people in my car, which actually yields good success. I like that. I Mm. like that. Or you, oh, I was going to say get up a call list and call them on the way home, but then I thought, oh, probably shouldn't be driving and texting. No, no. See, I I like to concentrate as much as possible with cold calls. Man, if you do need to do a nurturing call, I would seriously dial their number and drive around. Oh, yeah. No, nurturing, someone I know, happy to do while I'm driving. Man, I love it. I get in the car, I type in a number, and I just drive around like Palm Beach or something, and I don't know how, but my brain just flows while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it's being interactive, you know. Well, so. I also think it makes you more human and less uh, robotic, less scripty, because you have to pay attention to the roads. So what you're saying is very genuine. I like that. You can't focus too much on what you're saying so you don't sound robotic. Yeah. I, I think there is actually something to it. I like that, Brian. That's probably mm. why. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that is why. I'm Because I'm the legend. You're the goat. I'm the legend. That's just how it is. Fuck yeah. Well, there you go. That's cold calling. That's part of cold calling. We will have uh, have another episode on this, I have no doubt. It's but... hard like when you're on the – if we were like in front of each other or you and me were on the phone after work, we would have all these brainstorming ideas. But then sometimes when we flick on the podcast, my brain like turns off and I'm like – I think because Sunday's like our relax day, but – Relax? If... What the hell Not... is a relax? <laughs> but like <laughs> if it was on a Monday but maybe we do a cold calling one on a Monday Arvo, so I'm a bit more into it. Yeah. Because well, I always forget. I'm maybe, like, oh. maybe. But you know what? Again, just to recap, there is some good shit in that from people who are actually doing it. We're not we're not sales trainers, right? We're not giving you bullshit Venn diagrams and fucking flow charts on how to go from point A to point B and mm. not have objections. My my take on it now is if you're talking so long that you're getting objections, then you're probably it's especially if it's just a cold, straight, cold call, then you're probably doing it wrong. Ask your question. If you get a no, don't stress it. Move on to the next one and work on some volume. And as well, um, don't like try and have a crack at somebody too many times because like some people just yeah. aren't interested. Like I've heard a few times like, oh, I try and crack into them four or five times, try and get, you know, and it's like, no, nah, some people are just going to say no and you could end up being stuck on the phone or really pissing somebody off. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it is one of those things. I think at the door you can probably try two or three times. Mm. Like three times you need to try at the door. Um, on the phone, I, I kind of feel like two is a, a very, very respectable and acceptable standard. All right, we're on your street. Are you interested in appraisal? No. Well, the market is shifting around in a bit. A lot of people are surprised. Are you sure you don't want one? Because they are free. 
yeah, look, we actually aren't selling at all. Actually, if someone says we're not thinking of selling, I'm like, no, fantastic. If that changes, have a good day. Yeah. I don't even bother going past the selling part at this point because I'm going to call them again. I'm going to be on their street again. Oh, yeah. You will meet them again. You will. If they're not thinking of selling now, you've got to remember people stay in their house for like 20 years. Like talking to them in three months and they're not thinking of selling, not much will change. So don't freak out. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? People don't change houses every three months? No, and I wish they did because this job would be so much fucking easier. <laughs> Could you imagine the commission would be so bad? They'd be like half a percent. Oh, man, literally half a percent. There's, there's, oh, fuck, man. I wish I was in an area with more turnover, but that's another thing. <laughs> that's a completely different body. Holy crap, we're at 60 minutes. Yeah, I'm thinking about dinner. I'm thinking, well, yes, I, I wasn't thinking dinner, but I do have some stuff to do. Right, very, very quickly because this is a long-ass podcast. Thank you for staying with us all this time. Um, but if you listen to last week, um, I will say if you're – because I did mention that I had a, a not great mental state. If, you, if you're if you not feeling good, make sure – because I was reminded of this. Talk to the people that actually care about you. Um, the people who do care about you will not find it a burden for you to have a conversation with them. So if you're feeling that kind of way, this is – your permission to go and have that chat with those people. You don't have to do it alone um, and get the help and stuff that you need because it does make a difference. But yeah. I did want to put that out there. Or reach out to one of us. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to listen any time of day. This job plays so. tricks on your mind. This job really, <laughs> if you've got like OCD or anything like that, this job can really get you down sometimes. Yeah. It sure can, even <laughs> if you love it. <laughs> but but uh, you know what's happy funny? <laughs> we didn't have a single attempt at a joke this week. What happened? I was trying to think of one before, but I couldn't. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I still don't have a joke. Good old oh, Ligma. All right. We're going to uh, we're gonna have to cook them up. We're gonna Good have old Ligma. Ligma ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your listen. Thank you for your time. Thank you for just being yourself. And um, we love I, you. I, I do love you genuinely. I don't know you, but if I do know you, I'll love you even more. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I offended anybody today. Leslie, you're a real G. And uh, Liam, do us the honors, please. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Talk soon. Love you. Love you.